Live from MoLite Studios in the heartland of America, it's your Monday morning jolt of hot photography tips with a frothy topping of the latest product news from Godox, MoLite, and more. Welcome to the Monday Morning Cup of Mo with your host, the man who put the Mo in MoLite, Michael Mowbray. Good morning and welcome to the Monday Morning Cup of Mo. I'm your host, Michael Mowbray. Each week I pour a cup of coffee and I explore a single topic related to professional photography. Thank you very much for joining me. Here in the upper Midwest, well, Wisconsin to be exact, we're just exiting from hibernation after the long winter and pseudo-spring that we often have. Case in point, Saturday it was 82 degrees. A week ago, it snowed. This morning, it's 40. As we all well know, so much of portrait photography happens outside. So while we look longingly at everyone in the South who get to photograph outside all winter long, and they get to frolic in the beautiful Texas blue bonnets, we Northerners have to begin to shake off the rust and rebuild our atrophied photography muscles that shriveled from the long layoff caused by what can best be described as a seriously shitty winter. So, what can you do to shake off the rust and return to being the well-oiled photography machine that you are? Well, the obvious answer is to never let the rust set in by staying active throughout the winter, but that's not often an option for folks who don't have a studio space or a style that is conducive to indoor photography. Or maybe your business model and clientele are built around photography outside. In any event, how can you quickly knock off the rust and get back to work? Well, one solution that has worked well for me over the years is scheduling creative collaborations in the slow times. So what is a creative collaboration? In my case, I reach out to other creatives, makeup artists, models, stylists, and put together a fun creative shoot where we can all work together to create some super cool images. These collaborations help exercise those atrophied muscles and get my brain re-engaged creatively. The benefits are manifold. I get energized by working with like-minded creative people. It's just different than working with clients. It's more free-form with fewer boundaries and it allows me to just plain create. And I get to feed off ideas from other creative folk as well. I get some fantastic images that I can post to social media, my blog, and my website portfolio. These fresh images show potential clients my skills and my creativity and give them an example of what I can do if I am simply allowed to create. I often can create images that turn into entries for international print competitions as well, which help to keep me relevant in the photography world and help me to also keep my editing skills sharp. I can test out and learn new Molite gear, which is very important, so I have first-hand knowledge that I can share with my Molite customers but I can also create sample images I need for the website and for social media. And last but not least, I build stronger working relationships with each model, makeup artist, and stylist that I work with, so I have a pool of creatives that I can call on when needed. If I have a commercial photography project coming up, I have people I can turn to. Or if I have a client beauty portrait session, I have makeup artists and stylists I can call on for assistance. Now, I can already hear some of you saying that you don't know any models you can work with or you cannot find any makeup artists where you are. Well, I've been in the same spot as you. So here are some tips for finding folks you can collaborate with. 
If you know at least one model or makeup artist, ask them for suggestions on who to work with. Trust me, they know people. They're connected. I have a favorite makeup artist that I've been working with, and she mentioned that I should photograph a friend of hers who is a model. I put it on the back burner because I was busy with several photography conferences, and then I had a friend and former assistant reach out to me because she had a fantastic house that she had just bought, and she was fixing it up and trying to flip it in this crazy real estate market. And she thought it would be an excellent place for a photo shoot because, you know, she's got a photographic background. And she thought I would be interested. I saw a few photos of it, and I was interested. There was a tree in the middle of the house, like inside the house. Very cool. Very cool woodwork and stuff like that. So I found an open spot in my schedule, and I reached out to Denisha, my makeup artist friend. And she reached out to her friend, Takima, the model. And we scheduled a session. And then Denisha asked if I would be interested in having a stylist join us so she could get some fresh work for her portfolio. If you don't know what a stylist does, they put together the wardrobe and accessories for the shoot. And I was totally cool with that because then I didn't have to do that part because most often when I do these, I have to source the wardrobe and stuff too. And then I could just focus on the photography. So it actually was helping me. It was helping everybody. And then Denisha asked if she could bring along an assistant makeup artist that she was training. Again, totally cool with me because, again, everybody benefits. So let's recap. My one contact with a skilled makeup artist gained connections with a great model, a stylist who works in L.A., and another makeup artist. These collaborations can be very symbiotic and can grow virally and organically, just like in this example. But it would help if you had that first good contact. Now, how to get that first contact? Well, that can be frustrating, but here are some tips for that. Search on Instagram for models in your area. Follow hashtags. For example, I follow hashtag Wisconsin model and hashtag Madison model and several others that pertain to models in my area. When you find models or other creatives that look like people you want to work with, follow them or friend them and reach out to them. You can try services like Model Mayhem or ModelManagement.com, and you're going to have spotty results there, but it's a place that you can go or two places you can go. If you're in a slightly urban area, you, you can reach out to any modeling or talent agencies, but also beware that they charge you for access to the models because that's what their business is, right? But sometimes they have newer models that just need to get some work in their portfolio or they need to stay active and fresh in modeling and there can be opportunities for collaboration. Sometimes there are creative meetups where multiple models and photographers get together and create a shoot. Now, these are usually pay-to-play events and have really never been my cup of tea. I'm kind of a lone wolf. But still, it might be something that could work for you as you do meet many fellow creatives and you could potentially build connections for future collaborations. I met a good friend of mine and one of my favorite muses 10 years ago when I put together a lighting workshop with two other photographers. I honestly do not remember who or how we got Aaron to model for the workshop, but since then we have worked together at least a couple of times each year and have created some epic images together, and she's become a great friend as well. And maybe the whole model thing is not your bag. That's not my bag, baby. That's okay. Maybe there are past clients that you can reach out to that might be game for a no-cost collaboration. Just make sure what you're doing isn't going to rob money out of your pocket. So it might be a past client that you enjoyed working with, and they're not likely going to buy anything more soon, let's say. Reach out to them. 
The point is this, don't be afraid to collaborate and create some cool stuff from time to time. It's a great way to knock off the rust or to get out of a creative funk or expand your portfolio or get some images for print competition or to just plain have fun. Give it a try. You might learn something and have some fun in the process. Here's the latest news from Godox and Molite. The Godox VSA 26K spotlights have arrived at Molite. These spotlights do a great job fitting the growing demand for cool lighting gear that is a little outside of the normal softbox and flash combo. The VSA line of spotlights are built for working with LEDs, but they can also work with Bowen's mount flashes in the Godox lineup. With just one caveat from Godox, don't use larger, more powerful flashes with the VSA spotlight. Lots of rapid firing from high-powered flashes could potentially damage the element in the VSA spotlight. So if you want to pair it with a flash, they suggest keeping it to the AD300 Pro and lower-powered flashes, AD200 Pro, AD100 Pro, stuff like that. But it is best to pair these with LEDs because that's what they were designed for. And I just finished a test shoot, a creative collaboration, with one paired with the new Fist 150 from Golden Eagle, and I love the results. You can easily attach your LED or flash using the Bowens mount connection on the back, and the VSA spotlight connects to the light stand via a heavy-duty Y-yoke, which gives the whole setup a nice balance. It was perfectly balanced for the compact but powerful 150-watt Fist 150 that I used. You can check these out in the uh, Molite store, by the way. The VSA has four cutters built in that help you cut the light from four different sides to create everything from a narrow slit of light to rectangles to full circles. There's a drop-in cookie holder that allows you to make very realistic window shadow patterns and a host of other shapes and designs. The front element can easily be focused and defocused to blur the edges of your pattern or to keep everything sharp. And a gel holder in the front will hold optional gels from Godox so you can easily add color to your spotlight effect. And I use this to create sunset lighting filtering onto the set of an editorial fashion session. Later in the same session, I used a bold orange gel to spotlight the model and then blended it with blue from an LC500R wand to create a creative color explosion. You can see these sample images on my Molite and personal social media. The VSA 26K is $499 and includes a 26-degree lens, a cookie holder, and three cookies, and a gel holder. Gels, additional cookies, and an iris diaphragm are available and sold separately. And of course, you can find this all at Molite. Thank you again for joining me for a Monday Morning Cup of Mo. Please subscribe and follow. I will also be posting more information on the podcast's Facebook page, so be sure to follow that as well. And join the Monday Morning Cup of Mo podcast group where you can ask questions, suggest topics, and join the rest of the community as we grow this together. Talk to you next week.